Yeah, shithole. What'd they say? What do you mean, what they When the president said shithole. You mean then it was okay to say shithole? Yeah. Yeah. But, but some people said, well, the president said a word that I, uh, I, I, I just can't say. He used a derogatory word. You know, kind of stare off. Who said that? Yeah, uh, different TV people. They did. They said it, though, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Well, most people said it. Well, some, you know, now they've, they've been walking they it back, but it's hard to walk back a shithole. That's what I say. Yeah. Once it's, the cat's out of the bag, so not people the say shit. The shit is out of the hole. Yeah. The shit is out of the hole. Did they say that? But then, you know, for a while, everyone was saying shit. You remember, like, with uh, uh, Clinton, and they were talking about, was it sex? Was it sex? You know, is this sex? Is that sex? Is. Uh, and uh, I remember seeing uh, news uh, anchors. Could you say certain words now? Oh, no, I don't remember that. Because remember, we were in, like, suddenly blowjob was news. That's right. How can I explain to my seven-year-old daughter the yeah. word blowjob? Yeah. And everybody laughed. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's not quite that with shithole. No, because... Because who says shithole? Only rich guys say shithole, usually. Yeah. Or, 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 or somebody who's been living in one said, I'm so tired of this shithole. Yes. You know, that, and that's fair usage. Yes, and you don't even say that in a bar. No, it's not bar talk. Like, <laughs> you know, or locker room talk. No. What does he say in locker rooms? Why would you say shithole in a locker room? <laughs> <laughs> hey, cover your shithole, something like that. No, never hear it. No, you never hear it. No. But when have you been in the locker room? <laughs> There's that. Do you, you don't work out, do you? No. Yeah, yeah, people always talk about locker room talk. Well, yeah. what is that? What is locker room talk? Nobody knows. Because no one's been in the locker room. No, no. Well, some guys are in locker rooms. And then, you know what? There's this thing talk. about uh, gentlemen uh, our age uh, blow-drying their balls no. in the locker room. No. No, this is a big millennial myth now that they're promoting, that older gentlemen blow-dry their balls in the locker room. And they're so disgusted by it. They're Ooh. sitting there. They're pierced. They got their penis pierced. And they got the nipples ooh, rings, ooh. and they're they're uh, upset by some guys going shh because it's a little moist in there. Who is this they? That they are uh, this? millennials. Millennials. I millennials. This is the first time hearing of this, and it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I know, but you've never been in a locker room, so we. Don't, I, 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 I'm just assuming it didn't happen. All right, maybe there okay. was one incident of a guy in New York. Oh, who had to okay. get back on the Wall Street, and his balls were still moist. Well, why from the use a from towel, the workout? For God's sakes, like ordinary people. That's that the thing. That's occurred? that's why this is apocryphal. That's yes. what I'm saying. It's an urban legend. It's an urban legend. Now, what about this, these 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 uh, Tide uh, pods? The what? It, that uh, kids are ingesting Tide pods. Tide pods? Yes, you know, detergent pods. They're having uh, Kids are ingesting Tide pods? Yes. Pod, laundry? Yeah. Tablets? Lo yes, they're, they're ingesting them because it's a challenge thing. It's like the water challenge, I guess. I don't know what, anything about what, it. But do you get high from it? No, I think, no, I don't think so. I think it's just a thing to do. But uh, 
people are are uh, why med- would they, medical why? people are cautioning against it because uh, if they dissolve, it's cautioning against it. <laughs> it's deadly. I All don't right. know why. See, this is apocryphal too. It's like that. I bet it's the kids of this guy who's been blow drying his balls in the locker room, supposedly has these kids who are now doing Tide Pods at home. Yeah. That's same, why he's in a hurry ones. to get back there to make sure the kids aren't going through yes. the Tide Pods. Yeah, again. you got to lock up your Tide. And there you were. All right. Let's start off with a little uh, music, I think. Five, four, three, two. Five-string banjo, which is a lot of strings for a banjo, it seems to me. Don't you find that? I don't know how many. Does it usually have four? I imagine, because they mentioned that it's five strings. Yes. That was back in uh, uh, 1920-08. There. (laughs) North Carolina Ramblers, White House Blues. So something to think about, huh? Maybe not. Hey, from a shithole of a guy's own, it's... uh, (laughs) What do you know, Ought 18. I'm here with uh, Lyle Anderson, Mr. Lyle Anderson, on my right, actually, oh, on left on your screen there. Yeah. Hi, Lyle. Hi. Hello. Thank you for coming at the last minute. I called you in my panic this morning. I woke up and I realized I couldn't work the phones. Yes. I was going to try and do everything myself, being the consummate X-Radio professional. And uh, I realized that there lies madness. <laughs> well, it's just a few buttons. It's just a few buttons to you. To me, it's hell. Your life. It's hell in my life, yes. So anyhow, uh, happy uh, Odd 18, everyone. I see I haven't seen you over the uh, New Year's. So it's, uh, it's going to be a year, I predict. And uh, I thought we should celebrate that and a toast to everybody. Uh, and I, so I bought, I bought some, see this wine here? This is uh, Chevalier de Bayard Royale. That's pseudo-French, so I can say it like that. Did you ever see anything like this? Bayard? Bayard means bayad in French. But I paid $48 just for that one bottle. No. I did. Well. You know why? Because my daughter, Ellie, said, Dad, come on over. We're having a wine tasting. Ah. And I said, whoa, uh, I don't think so. (laughs) 
He said, Dad, come on. Mom doesn't want to come. All right, all right. If your mom doesn't want to come, okay. And then so I went down there, and uh, she was with some friends in their house there, and they were having a wine tasting. Uh, so I, but I stopped first, and I got a bottle of Screwtop uh, Merlot across the street there and uh, brought it over there and because I, I thought in wine tasting, you got to bring a wine to taste, right? So it turns out these people are serious about their wine tasting. They had this guy there who was a wine salesman who goes country to country and city to city. He keeps all the wine in his trunk, you know, of his Buick, whatever, and sells this wow. expensive wine to people, and they stock up on it. And, uh, and he said, well, you're kind of late, uh, so you got to play catch-up. So I had about six tastes, and the taste was like a glass of wine. So I ended up buying this stuff, and it was $48. And I had to buy, you have to buy th three bottles. Because otherwise, it's the Trinity. Or so. I don't know what it's got to do with anything. The Trinity of wine. But it's darn, it's so drinkable. But it's, well, you know, it's... It should be for 48 bucks. Yes. And they say the Chevalier Pierre de Bayard, 1475 to 1524, was wow. known, uh, known as the knight without fear and blemish. Whoa, be without fear and no blemishes. No well, blemishes. And a lovely skin on that Bayard. But it's... And uh, was a French national hero who fought several military campaigns. Why don't they print, they print it in silver so you can't read it? You know? Yes. It'd be so important. But that's, just, in, the, that's yeah. just the brand. I know. They're trying to look $48-ish. For Charles VIII, Louis the X-11, the 12th, and Francis I, his name is synonymous with expensive wine, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But as and I thought, like, would you mind drinking a, a toast with me? To the to the year and to everybody, sure, and to we'll all of us everywhere, who, you have toast who need glasses? a toast. What? Yeah, you don't have toast. I glasses. have toast glasses. I have <laughs> but what do you know? A glass here. I, I received after thirty-one years of service. <clears throat> this is it, and I got to keep all the uh, t-shirts. All right, and then uh, here's one for you. Okay. And what is this from? Oh, it's from twenty ten. Yeah, someone gave me that on the road too. I think up in Eau Claire or someplace in La Crosse. Just where is it? See, this, this is from from uh, Calumet, Calumet County. Uh, yes, it was, it was uh, years of Wisconsin, year of Wisconsin's Niagara Escarpment. That's worth drinking too. So you can drink the Niagara. That was came from La Crosse. Okay. Anyway, it's a little bit La Crosse or Eau Claire. That's good. That's good. Jeez. You know, it's like it's you? like communion. Yeah, it's forty-eight dollars a bottle. You this gotta... is not communion. This is not my blood, <laughs> and I will not be giving you my body. You have to. So it's nothing. You like have to. You have to. Uh, Here's looking at you, kiddo. And, uh, everybody out there, to you all, thank you. Mm. See, it's very nice. It's really drinkable. Yeah. It's like Kool-Aid with alcohol in it. It's better it's like than, taking the Kool-Aid of wine. It's better than any Cabaret Sauvignon I've ever had. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it says so in the back. Cabaret, well, I didn't read the back. Cabaret, there's more on the back. Well, that's just, What yeah. did they say there there's about... what kind of wine it is. It's so drinkable. This is my last bottle of the three. That's Whoa. how drinkable it is. I've only had it for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, for Cabaret me, that's Sauvignon heavy drinking. Doc. Uh, government warning, according to the Surgeon General, should not drink this uh, <laughs> during pregnancy. Ah, it's just American crap. Yeah. Put on there. Uh, okay. Risk of birth defects, consumption. Well, the Trump family, they're probably wine drinkers in pregnancy, don't you think? 
Consumption of alcoholic and beverage impairs your ability to drive a car. No. I know they, they say, say that, that but I find actually that I'm more attentive if I've had a drink. And that a drink. I'm not serious. Yes, just one drink. Uh, one drink makes me much more attentive. If I'm really high, I am an excellent driver. <laughs> All right, no. I mean, and I mean, you Tell know. Tell that to Pat Lautenschlager. Oh, yeah. No, no, this is not a joking matter, so stop joking about that. Uh, operate machinery. Now, machinery, machinery. I, would, I do not operate machinery. Uh, draw the line at that, yes. Yes. Do you, what machinery do you operate that you would not after drinking? You know, like a forklift? Do you want a little more taste? You have no, very no, no, that's good. Don't you find it drinkable, though? It's drinkable, but I don't want wine and <laughs> coffee in early this time of day. <laughs> Uh, okay, machinery and may cause health problems contains sulfates. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, the sulfates. Sulfites? Sulfites. Sulfites. Ooh, well. I'll drink your share. Yeah. Go ahead. Because I paid for the guy. Uh, pardon me. For the shithole thing. <laughs> <laughs> now we can say it. Shithole, 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 shithole. Uh, okay. Fine. And uh, we got a good show for you today. We have a show for you today. And that's good. And uh, Lyle is here, and that's good. Lyle Anderson, you know, everybody, formal injunction. The yeah, the, the scroll is supposed to be going across the stream, screen that will, uh, across the stream, uh, is not working. Because they improved this program oh, you had an that I use here. And every time I update it, something else doesn't work. Yes. You know, updates, updates, updates are the biggest scam, yeah. scam yes. in the world. Yes. Don't update anything. I'm always, every time I've updated whether it's a wife or it's a program, I, I am. <laughs> you you get something and then you take two things away. My hair actually looks much better than this. Just this earphones are doing that to it. Uh, <laughs> the number there would be, would you read that, Lyle? Uh, well. 608-257-2616. That's, and say it again, that's 608. That's 608 257 Two six one six. Yes, and if you dial that, you get to play the quiz later on, or you get to uh, say whatever you feel like saying, or add in or pipe in, or maybe you have some thoughts or feelings. Uh, any you want to if you want to say shithole on the air, this is an amazing <laughs> chance to do that. You're calling right now, and we'll stop everything except everyone's doing it. <clears throat> Everyone is saying shithole now. I bet they're even saying it on uh, on uh, public radio. I would love to know, but then I'd have to listen to find out. And not hearing me on there is so sad to me. And now, uh, from Terrence, uh, Michael Feldman, uh, who better not say shithole on his show today. Okay. Uh, and all the shithole news that isn't. Um, here this is, basically. I, I can't read this, and actually, the mic is in the way here. Okay. Excuse me, just a minute. Before. Pardon me for a minute here, would you? I gotta do this as part of the show thing. Uh, all the shithole news that isn't. Mini millennials. Millennials. Let's start again. Millennials will invest $200 billion in Bitcoin and still not carry three bucks in their billfolds. Number two. The Trumps do not share a bedroom in the White House. In fact, Donald Trump sleeps in the Lincoln bedroom and Melania sleeps in the John Wilkes Booth bedroom. The mental part of Mr. Trump's medical exam was suspended after he pounded a square peg into a round hole repeatedly, which was counted as a plus for his physicality. So that came out pretty good. And also uh, persistence, which is a mental quality. 
The latest collusion count shows Trump has denied collusion 140 times, which means either there's 140 counts or he has denied 70 counts twice each. So we're keeping an eye on that collusion denial. No collusion. Uh, Ivanka will be tasked with spiffing up shithole countries. So she's finally got a task in her little office there in the White House. She'll be spiffing up shithole countries. Finally a task for Ivanka. All right, the only thing keeping Oprah... Okay, let me try again. The only thing keeping Oprah out of the White House... This is very good, though. and I honestly think it's a wine you can drink all day. (laughs) A session wine. Mm. The Chevalier would be very happy about this. <clears throat> oh, good. That freed something up in there. It's been there for a long time. <clears throat> Pardon me. The only thing keeping Oprah out of the White House is the scrape it to the bones redecorating it will need after the Trumps. So she's really not up for that. Uh, and, you know, first Stedman sounds pretty good to me. But if Gail King gets first lady Stedman, we'll have to go with valet or sommelier. And I've got some very good wine for him to pour. Stedman. Stedman the sommelier. You, Stedman. You put up with a lot, fellow. Living with a legend. Mm. Well, the biggest question Oprah will have to answer is, are there lenses in those glasses? And were there... Possibly smaller frames. You, I didn't see a, a reflection once in her speech, which was very good. But uh, did you any notice any reflection on her lens? Any in lenses? She doesn't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I should have thought of that. That's a much funnier idea. All right, let's see now. Here, let's go to page two here, like Paul Harvey used to do. Page two, is your insurance giving you all it should? All right, page two. Uh, Doctors warn that Gwyneth Paltrow's goop coffee enema is making coffee the way hard way. And Mark Zuckerberg, who you were talking about earlier. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg says he wants more, quote, meaningful communication on Facebook. But if we wanted meaningful communication, we wouldn't Facebook. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Thank you. The last thing we need is more meaningful communications. We've got plenty of those. Meaningless communication is where it's at. And even communication is too strong a word, I think. Hell, we want meaningful communication. We Snapchat. Anyway, this is from a guy who started the whole thing desperate to meet Ivy League women who wouldn't look at him. So that's full of meaning. All right, anyway, uh, Donald Trump is calling off his London trip because he's not a fan of Obama trading the best located and finest embassy in London for an off-location for $1.2 billion. Bad deal, caps. Wanted him to cut the ribbon. No, exclamation point, caps. Yeah, uh, so that's why I didn't go. Uh... But anyhow, this has been memeing all over uh, the U.K. as really a bad excuse for not going to to London. Well, it's no excuse. It's no excuse, really. Because it wasn't even Obama. It wasn't. It was Bush. And it was a good deal. They actually ended up building the thing without any taxpayer money to build it because of the exchange of land. 
So it actually was an excellent idea. And actually, you got always the secret to success. No taxpayer funds were. Yeah, used. but truly. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, this it's memeing now because you know, uh, and this is from the the UK from the BBC. People are sharing the reasons for calling off their London trips. No. But yes. Uh, Jared Rizzi says, a reason I canceled my trip to London is that I am not a big fan of Amelia Clark having sold perhaps the best located and finest flat in London for peanuts, only to build a new one in an off location for $1.2 billion. Bad deal. Wanted me to date long distance. No. Uh, this guy says, the reason I canceled my trip to London is that I'm not a big fan of Arsenal having sold perhaps the most talented and finest player in London, Alexis Sanchez, for peanuts. Only to build a new one for $1.2 billion. Robo Alexis. Bad deal. Wanted me to watch a match. No. Josh Billionson said, The reason I canceled my trip to London is that Ringo wouldn't agree to follow me around the entire time singing Octopus's Garden. Bad deal. Wanted me to cut ribbon. No. All right. Well, not to dwell on this shithole thing. I know we have a bit. I personally can't get enough of it. What an ugly thing to say, no matter who you are. You know? Even in a bar. Yeah, but for a president, it's, it's got to be a record-setting thing to say. I, I tried to look it up, ugly things that presidents have, or are vulgar. I mean, you know, there's no point in saying them. Except no. to, it's things that you wouldn't even say when you were drunk in the country club. No, not even the country club. Not even the country club. So, but a part of this is that... Uh, Okay. Wait a minute. I got to set this up right. Uh, all right. There you go. Shithole sounds pretty bad in English. But in other languages, you'll want to hear this. I'll put the headphones on there. In other languages, shithole sounds actually rather poetic. And I want to give you an example of this is shithole in various tongues. Shithole. Shithole. That's English. Shithole. That's still English. Shithole. That's still English. Trou de merde. Trou de merde. Scheißloch. German. Scheißloch. Chid chid. Chid chid. Chid chid. Chid chid. Syriana. 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 Japanese. Shithole. Yeah, the last one was Norwegian. And he's wondering, he said we wanted Norwegian. Uh, yes. But look how nice shithole sounds in Norwegian. Why would they want to come here if their shitholes are that nice? Indeed. Okay. So that worked well, in my opinion. Uh, okay, I, we can, I don't want to bury this. Dwell on Dwell on it. Bury this thing in the ground and fill it with excrement. <laughs> Anyway, who wants to go in on some uh, home sweet shithole teas with me? I thought this is going to be a big seller. So, uh, the big story this week and the final story in uh, this section of the news here, all the news that isn't, all the shithole news that isn't. Uh, the big story this week is the Queen withdrawing the royal warrant for luxury underwear uh, from the supplier Rigby and Peller. Did you hear about this? I thought that happened a while back. Oh, no, this just happened. <clears throat> No, this just happened. But what was it again? 
Uh, I'll read it again. The big story this week is the Queen withdrawing the royal warrant. You know, they get to use the royal warrant to sit there and sell products. Uh, There's a kickback, I think, to the the royal family, I'm pretty sure, for using the royal warrant. It should be, yes. And the luxury underwear supplier Rigby and Peller, after the royal bra fitter, uh, June Kenton, released a book. She put out a book called Storm in a D Cup. And she didn't think the queen would be upset about that. Boy, the queen hit the ceiling. Really? Yes. Why? In her D cups. What was in the book? Well, it, it, look at the title. Storm in a D cup. First of all, it says that the Queen Elizabeth has a D cup, which, while impressive, <laughs> you don't say that about the queen. No, you're not supposed to say anything about her. No, exactly, exactly, Mike. Uh, Storm in a D cup. Uh, she is the royal corsetier. Oh. And she has done not just the queen, but the queen mother, which must have been an ordeal. <clears throat> so she's of some antiquity. Oh, yeah. She's just like she's 82 or 92. I forget which one she is. She just retired. And she wrote this book <laughs> after her retirement for her children to see what she's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Princess Margaret, uh, in addition to the queen. Uh, we have the story here. We have the story right here. I just had a letter, nothing else. Just to say that um, the the raw warrant was being withdrawn because they didn't like what I had said in the book. In the book, you do go into some detail about... Not really. No. All I do is say, uh, when I met her for the very first time, I've never, ever spoken about a customer, any customer who I fit in in the fitting room, let alone the Queen. I just uh, mentioned all about... The conversation that we had, because she, she obviously was as nervous, probably as nervous as I was, or maybe not as much as I was, and she put me at my ease, and she was just wonderful. Do you think any lady of a certain age welcomes people talking about their bra fittings? Do you think there are some things that perhaps you should never talk about? We, we, and we never do. We never do. Um, we never come out of the fitting room talking about a customer. Ever. So I certainly wouldn't come out talking about the Queen. I've never said one single word every time I've been uh, about the Queen. There you have it, from the horse's mouth, the Queen's bra fitter, or uh, what they call it, corsetti. So, so she wrote it, but she didn't say it? What? She wrote the book, but she never said anything out loud, I think. So. I mean, she didn't, in all these years, she didn't really talk about, well, the Queen, one is here and one is a little higher, you know, nothing like that. And uh, but she did write a book about it, and she did not pass it in front of them for approval. Oh, so she thought, well, it wouldn't be a problem. Oh, and someone she called wants, it. Someone wants to call in on that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Let's put him on. Hello. Put him on. Say shithole in Korean. You could say shithole in Korean. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Mong. Very nice. And is that verboten uh, in in saying that in Korea? Is that a very vile thing to say, or is it a commonplace thing? Is it? Uh, hang on, I'm here with a uh, Korean girl. Let me ask her. Okay. Is that a vile thing to say? Is it a wrong thing to say? Uh, kind of slang. Yeah, it's kind of slang. Kind of slang. So you wouldn't say if you're out with friends uh, drinking, let's say in a bar, in a bar, or in a locker room. Yeah. If you're drinking in a locker room, that would be an okay thing to say, but not in polite company. <clears throat> Right. If you're out drinking with your friends in a bar, it'd be okay, right? But not in polite company. She agrees. Okay. I'm actually drink. 
I'm actually out drinking in a bar right now. You are? Where are you? I'm in Korea. You all you are in Korea. Well, that's fascinating. Yes, ma'am. Well, uh, and uh, and and what are you drinking at the present time? Uh, I am drinking cash. Wait, hang on just a second. Yes, she just turned up the video. She wants to listen too. Yeah. I, I, there's going to be feedback. There's going to be feedback because, and we're out of sync actually. Yeah, I hear that. So <laughs> I don't so, mean yeah, you I'll, I'll, I'll play the podcast later. Yeah. I'm drinking Cass, a local beer. A local beer, and it's good. Are you there on yeah. business, or are you living there, or what's going on? Yeah, I, I live here. I've been here for 12 years. No kidding. And what do you do? Yeah. Are you in Seoul? Uh, no, I'm in Songtang. Songtang. Is that near Seoul? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's about 40, no, about 40 kilometers south of Seoul. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, are you, what are you doing uh, out there? I'm a, I'm a contractor. I work for... Uh, a uh, uh, company uh, working for the Korean Air Force. Oh, well, fantastic, fantastic! And this is your uh, yeah. day, the day off, uh, or what? Well, see, it's later tonight, there, isn't it? Yes, it's okay. one o'clock in the one thirty, one twenty-six in the morning, you Saturday sound, night. You sound remarkably good under those conditions. Yeah, how many beers have I had? <laughs> seven beers. That's not so bad. You are. You must be from around here because you're doing great on seven beers. I gotta say. No, I'm not. I'm from America. Yeah. But I haven't lived there for 20 years. But yeah. I've been a fan of yours since I was in North Carolina in, in 1995. No I found kidding. your show. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. That's amazing. And I have a question for yes, you. Go right I, I have, I have 257, 120 minute cassette tapes. <laughs> Now that you're putting the shows online, what do I do with these cassette tapes? Uh, uh, flea market. <laughs> flea market, okay. <laughs> you could record a lot of uh, Korean uh, K-pop over them. I guess so. I guess so, yeah, yeah. You get a heck of a lot of K-pop on there, and those are, and sell them on the street. That's right. Are you a K-pop fan? Yes, I am. Oh, you are? Very right. much so. Who are you liking these days? Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit it. Yeah, I ahead. like Crayon Pop. Crayon Top? Crayon Pop. Check out their song called Bar, Bar, Bar. Oh, you know, I've heard that. It's actually a pretty good song. It's infectious. That's right. It's infectious. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're in the Bar, Bar, Bar. Yeah, exactly, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, it's really nice to be, uh, you know, if you wanted to, we could play the quiz here, but it's probably been a, a long night already for you. Uh, yes, it has, and uh, <laughs> the bar owner wants to close, and I've got to walk home, so I'm going to play the quiz next week. All right. And what, what's your name? My name is Lance. Lance? Thanks, Lance man. Lance Kirk, yes. Lance, thanks for calling in, man. I really appreciate it. Nice to hear from you. Okay. All okay. Right. Thanks for taking the call. Good yeah. to talk to you. Yeah, take care. Okay, bye now. Bye. That was Lance. That was cool. From Korea. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, isn't that nice? Uh, when you think of one thirty in the morning in a bar, they, and he was very coherent. Yeah, after seven beers? Yeah. There must be smaller beers over there. That's what you want in a contractor. Somebody who can drink in a bar. No, I don't. No, I mean, like Lance. I mean, that coherent and together after seven <laughs> beers, because, you know. Yeah. We I mean, would, you don't, first we of all, would, you don't want them drinking on the site. But what I'm saying is a man who has that sort of control over himself. Yes. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, that's all the news that isn't. <clears throat> and uh, that was really nice to hear from Lance.
I think it only happens. There's a sense. What do you think about uh, uh, boiling lobsters live? Are you in favor of it or are you opposed? It seems cruel. Does it? I think it's over I, pretty quick. I suppose. I mean, the water's already boiling when you throw them in there. If you put them in there in cold water and raise it, I mean, that would be like torture. Frogs. Yeah, on a frying pan. What? You know, frogs in boiling water and that business. No. What business is yeah, that? You know, torture. You put frogs? Yeah, I mean that's a, an example that it. No, tell. I don't it's, understand it's, it's this. It's horrible that you. For they do it with frogs, frogs' legs, or with frogs. No, with with frogs. I mean, frogs. It's not a culinary thing. It's a example of a torture thing. Oh, I thought it was torture yeah. for the sake of of eating. Oh. Well, on that note, I think we have another call. We do. Okay, that's good. I'll I'll punch it in. We'll get back to this then. Hello. Yeah. Press the top one. Well, press the top one. Press the top one. Just press oh, the top not, one. Oh, not at all. Here, press I'll top put one. you on. Yes. Oh. Hi. You're on the air. She wants to play Hi, the quiz. Hi, this is Erin from Columbus, Ohio. Erin from Columbus, Ohio. How are you? Oh. I'm good. I got to get my pencil here. Put it over here. And, and uh, where do we catch you at this moment? Or where do you catch us at this moment, Erin? Uh, I am in the kitchen. Just finished the dishes. Looking for a, a reason to sit down. Yeah. Well, sit down then, Aaron. Okay. Let me just give you a reason. Let's sit down. Whatever you want to do, sit down for a while. You've been. Do you actually wash dishes by hand, Aaron? Uh, there are some dishes that have to be washed by hand, and some dishes that have to be washed before they get put in the dishwasher. <laughs> so you wash dishes no matter what, and some of them end up in the dishwasher. Yes. Let me ask you this, and I've had this argument uh, or discussion with my. And we don't. I don't argue with my wife. There's no point. I've never won one. We discuss things loudly. And I say, why do you get a dishwasher if you have to wash the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? And she says, sometimes she just walks out of the room. Uh, what do you, how do you feel about that controversy? It, it, is, it is a controversy. Uh, I, have, I, I prefer to rinse things off so that... I'm not going to have this argument with you. People either wash dishes before they put them in the dishwasher or they don't. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't arguing with you, Aaron. <laughs> I think you're a lovely person. You're... I don't fill the sink and completely wash them and then put them in the dishwasher. But yeah. sometimes things need a little help before you put them in the dishwasher. Otherwise, you have to wash them when they come out of the dishwasher. Yeah. And that is more frustrating. All right. But do you ever, I remember washing a, a dish that's about to go into the dishwasher, and you think, that looks pretty clean. I'm just going to put it in the rack and let it dry. Do you ever do that? Maybe I went too far in pre-washing. I think you went too far. <laughs> I think that's too far, Michael. What do you think we live in? What kind of country do you think we live in? <laughs> Stop saying shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think Lyle has been saying shithole, shithole, shithole. I'm just, I'm just riffing with you. They are saying it on NPR, by the way. I do still listen. Oh. They do? Yep. Well, we're, we're just they, curious they, about, about our my alma mater, Wisconsin Public Radio, where I did get in trouble for <laughs> saying a shit word. You know what I, What happened with me, though, was... Uh, well, it's a long story, but my brother and I, uh, when we were little, we were playing in the used car lot. Uh, we were surrounded by used car lots in our house, and there, a, a moth... This black and white moth flew off the wood of, a, of an old car, uh, the hood of an old car, and uh, it looked like a bird shit. 
And so we captured it and we impaled it and we saved it until my mother threw it out immediately. Uh, and we, but we always call it the bird shit butterfly. And I mentioned I was talking to an entomologist or an entomologist, whatever the right one, word is, an insect guy. And I said, is there such a thing as a bird shit butterfly? Because my brother and I think we found one. He said, yeah, but we don't call them that. So then I got called into the office and said, you can't say. I said, but it's one word. It's like shithole, you know, it's one word. Bridget said, no. And so that, that's, that was the first time we got in trouble with that. Well, I, yeah, that's a long story. How are you? How are you, Aaron? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. We have, we have a mere three to four inches of snow in Columbus. Oh, you do? 15, 15 degrees with an N. Um, so I've got nothing to do but call you. Well, that's sad. <laughs> I feel My sorry. My husband is shoveling. He's shoveling, huh? Should he be shoveling much, at his age? I, the, I think the dishes and shoveling, I got the better end of the stick there. <laughs> is he shoveling with a shovel, or does he have a, uh, a snowblower? It's a, it's a shovel. It's Columbus, Ohio. We don't get this much <laughs> very often. It doesn't snow. In, it snows in Cleveland. Yes. Yes, they're a whole different weather system. They get there. the eerie effect. You don't get yes. that there. Don't you have any effect yes. down in Columbus? No. No effect. We have the Buckeye effect. The Buckeye effect. Yeah, I've seen that. That's a strange yeah. effect, too, in a lot of yeah. respects. Very strange, yeah. You don't want to be in Columbus on a football Saturday, that's for sure. Well, you don't want to have to go out in Columbus on a football Saturday. Yes. So how much snow are you expected to get? I think the snow here is done, so we're just going to wait for it to thaw. Uh -huh. It's moved on to my relatives at the East Coast now. Okay. All right, well, we wish them well with it. You know, the worst part is the south when anything goes south. You know, if, if they have uh, they have an inch of snow and they panic and drive yeah. off the roads and, and they, you know, they accelerate in their panic and they make things worse. And they, you know. So it's, it's bad, bad, really. But Columbus, you should know how to do that, deal with that. So we can want, do you, it. You want to play with the quiz then, huh, Aaron? I do. Okay. I do. It's been a lifelong dream. All right. Well, here, we can quench that dream in a hurry, Aaron. Uh, and here's what we got here, various questions. As you know, you're playing. Uh, uh, this is a solo sh shift here because uh, oh, unless, unless you so want to. Somebody call in. Come on. You, you could play with Lyle. We only. You know what? We only have one phone line. I had, oh, to, I had no. to let the other. T I know times are hard. I had to let the other two lines go. Well, maybe someone will play along with me on the video comment section, and they can help me. Yeah, that's cool. Is that allowed? Fine, but I'm not paging that. You, if you can work that out, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Unless, <laughs> unless you want to play along with her? No, I'm watching. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're watching the video comments. Okay. I yeah. hope they're good. Yeah. Uh, we have various categories, Aaron. And they are current events, people, places, things you should learn in school, science, or odds and ends. And uh, so then uh, that's the categories then. And which one would you like to start with? I think it has to be current events. Current events. Right out of the news, the Oxford Dictionary, Word of the Year. Uh, they decide what the Word of the Year is, and this is yes. we've got to use this often. It's not shithole. They yes. couldn't anticipate. It's I like, know. You know, it's, it's like the uh, flu shots. You can't anticipate what's going to happen yes. with the Word of the Year, so it's not shithole. Yes. But it's one of the following. Is it uh, Youthquake, Weinstein, or Trump Salt? This is a different dictionary than the one I thought you were going to give me. It's, Somebody else had a different word of the year, and it was not any of those. No, these, these are the Brits. They can do what they want. Thank you. Uh, it's very true. Could I have the choices again, please? Yes. 
Youthquake to Weinstein is a verb, to Weinstein. Oh. Or Trump salt, which is a combination of Trump and an insult. Oh, my. One of these is a, over in the U.K. They this is things. harder than, wait, wait, don't tell me. Yes. And so um, much better. Youthquake uh, to Weinstein, yeah. Weinstein, yeah. the I'm verb. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Trump salt. Quake. Take your time. You want to wash a dish when I do this? Pre-wash? <laughs> Pre-wash a dish. Um, I'll go with Youthquake unless you're telling me Are you looking at your video crawl? Yeah, nobody's helping. No, nobody's helping. On this end either. Well, Lyle's Yeah, Ed says, Ed says, Hmm, and Carol says, hmm. So, um, so why even be on that crawl if you're gonna? That's all you're gonna say. So you say I, what? I said youthquake. Youthquake is right. Oh, Yay! Yeah, it's a word that nobody uses, and no one knows why they picked it. But they are the dictionary, <laughs> the Oxford Dictionary. They can do what they want. So that would be. Never heard of it. That would be one right. Okay. One right. You. Okay, one right. Very good. You're on the road here. Uh, and then we have, uh, after that, we have, what do we have here? We got uh, people, places, things, children, school, science, odds and ends. Uh, school. School. Do chimpanzees work together more than we do? What does that even mean? Sometimes I it write means our, our, It means do they help each other? Are they more cooperative than we are? Thank you. Thank you for being there when I wrote this and knew what I was saying. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with yeah. Yes. Oh, that was too easy almost, wasn't it? Hmm. Who says that? What? And by the way, this was discovered at Oxford University. Do you see a pattern oh. here? I do. Yes. English stuff. The coordinate behavior in the social uh, sphere. Okay. Yeah, so but that... they don't have texting and smartphones and 24-hour yeah. news. There's a lot less to the work. Right. And she doesn't wash things while he shovels things. <laughs> that coordination. Yeah. No, it is very much so. So I would say that would be? Too right. Okay. And no Too wrong. right. This is very exciting. I'm almost excited. On the verge of. Yes. All because a guy in a bar in Korea no didn't wrong. want to play the quiz. It's amazing. What? Of course there's no wrong. I'm the wife. Yes. Okay. I'll stay out of that one. So oh, then we on. got uh, people. We got places. We got school. Which what was that? Is that science? Uh, I don't know. We got science. Um, we got we, any one of those. You want. I'll give you anything. Go ahead. How about odds and ends? Odds and ends. Okay. Could be anything. I have three older brothers. Yes or no? No. I have three older brothers. Am I likelier than all but the oldest, Clayton, to be gay? Oh. In this recent finding about finding. my brothers. Finding from where? You know, I didn't write it down there, but I bet it was Oxford again. Oxford. I bet you they were. So some findings about having older brothers uh, and, and, and gayness. Let me read it again. The last in the line. I have three older brothers. Am I likelier than all but the oldest, Clayton, of being gay? So I'm the youngest. So you're the youngest. Am I likeliest... Likelier than all, except Clayton. <laughs> Who is the most likely to be gay? So well, no, I don't, no, I don't want to say that because Clayton may eventually hear this. I don't think that's... Most the... likely, oldest brother. Second most likely, youngest brother. No, Third no. Third most about likely, those two somebody in the middle. No, I'm... What have they got to do with it? 
Uh, I don't know. They're not. They're, they could go either way, apparently. Arthur and Howard could go either way. Can I just say this is kind of a shithole question? Yes. Should we throw it out? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I don't know what I was thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of Here we go. Say things like this. Live, living <laughs> tattoos. Tattoos that are actually living organisms. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Okay. It's odds and ends. Living yeah. tattoos. An impossible dream? Yes, yes. or no? Uh, is, it is not an impossible dream. So you say no? I think I'm saying no. The no is yes. Yes, is you're so. right. It is now being done. <laughs> At MIT, they can program live cells and 3D print them right onto your face, neck, back, or that little space right above your, down there. What are they doing? <laughs> What? You're, what do they asshole. do? They're living. They glow. They're living oh, they organisms glow? that glow. They generate the glow, and they're <clears throat> and you're they're yours for life. Ew! <clears throat> Congratulations! You've won the what do you know quiz. Yay! And what did she won? What did she won, Lyle? <laughs> I have, I forgot I, the prize list that you've written. I, 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 I heard prizeless. I won nothing. No, no, we got we all, all kinds oh, yeah, of things. Yeah, we've got uh, wonderful prizes. Yes, tell us some of the things because you've written the copy. You remember most of that. Well, there's the what do you know game. The what do you know game with the irrepressible bobblehead. With the irrepressible bobblehead. Really? You won, yes, you've won that. And uh, innuendo and out the other. Innuendo. Yay. What is that, Lyle? Is that a book? It's a marvelous book. It's a. a it's a fantastic book. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'm sure I will read it. There should be one on on every bedstand. Yes. Or, or back of every toilet. <laughs> I wrote a toilet book, too. Let's send her that. Sure. <laughs> what do you know, the toilet book? There no, you go. that's not the name of it. No, but that's what it should have. That's what oh. I wanted it to be. <laughs> oh, but they nixed it. And said, yeah, because it was just a nice heavy weight for weighing down. Yeah. Like, you know, you get some loose tissues sometimes that come out of the Kleenex box. You don't want to throw them out. You don't want them to fall in the toilet. You, so you put, put a Michael book? Feldman book <laughs> on it on top of that. <laughs> And then if you're sitting there for various long times, you know, we're in hard time. Never mind. Hard time. Aaron, we're going to send you all that stuff. So uh, what I need you to do is, uh, can you do this for me? Since I don't want to take this over the air, uh, if you could send me your address uh, at our at our very special uh, Gmail address, which is what do you know, W-H-A-D-Y-A, what do you know, two, the number two, at G. Number two. Yes. Okay. At gmail.com and send that to us, and we'll get that. I'll, I, I'm going to get to the post office one of these days. I still owe for the Christmas show. No. Ed and Sue in Fayetteville. I, and there's still, oh. your stuff is coming, Ed and Sue. And I'll get there, and I'll, but I'll, I'll take this with me then. We'll send that all out to you, and you'll be so surprised when that comes. I will be right. so surprised. Thank you so much. Great. Enjoy. Very nice to speak with you. Back to the dishes. Back to the dishes and uh, oh, dish. yeah, the dishes are done. We'll have to yeah. find some other chore. And take a look out the window, see if he's doing it. What's your husband's name? Paul. See if Paul's all right out there. I haven't heard much uh, scraping. That's or... true. I would have expected him to be back in, but I've seen him out the window. He's 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 okay. He's all right. Good. Thanks very much, dear. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Nice Bye. talking to you. Bye. There you go. That sounds to me like another edition of uh, What Do You Know for Aught 18. Doesn't it sound to you? An auspicious Auspicious. Uh, what would you like to hear? Uh, how about uh, Mississippi John Hurt?
to go out with. From his new album, Public Domain, Mississippi John Hurt, one of the best of all time, by the way. This lovely tune. Recorded back uh, in 1928 on the OK label. See, I can be like a real disc jockey now, too. So cool when you do your own thing. Thank you all for listening. If you're listening or watching, this, of course, will be on the uh, podcast uh, very shortly. We turn this around, it becomes an iTunes podcast. If you look under What Do You Know podcast, you'll find us there. So on behalf of Lyle Anderson, oh, say it for yourself, Lyle Anderson, and myself. I don't have to speak for you. No, you can speak for me. Okay, on behalf of Lyle Anderson, we'd like to say shithole. For the last time, I promise you. Down thank you very much for tuning in. Gonna be gone long. Tuning out, dropping out. Albert says I don't care If you don't come to the woman you love Gonna haul you out of here You's my man And you done me wrong Frankie shot Albert And she shot him three or four times Let's throw back out to smoke a gun. Let me see his Albert dine. He's my man, and he done me wrong. Fade to black. Thanks, Lyle. Couldn't have done it without you. I'm not sure I did it with you. Well, just a few buttons to push. Oh, yeah. It went great. Thanks. Nothing to it. <laughs> <laughs>